0: Right, Matt, as we do now, let's look back over a BTCC race weekend here at Snetterton. A special weekend this weekend with the Diamond Double race, the third race in it, uh, Matt. and uh, Well, Matt nearly goes and does it again. He makes BTCC history, doesn't
1: he? He can't keep a, a, a good man down, can he? You know, He lifted a quarter of a million pounds off Alan Gow in the 90s, <laughs> and you now he's got the biggest trophy of the year off him this season as well. Great job by Matt. Um, I think it was all done in qualifying when he managed to put the car on the front row. He wasn't sure he could do it coming into this weekend. They'd had the test here a couple of weeks ago. He wasn't certain on the pace of the car because he said the track had changed since the
0: test and they were still learning. But, you know, when the chips are down, he, yeah. he knows how to deliver. And He was under a lot of pressure as well. He certainly was as well. And up until then, his first couple of races were stinkers, weren't they? So that really, again, kept him in contention with those points being double.
1: Yeah, absolutely. First race was OK. Second race in the wet. They'd never really raced the car in the wet. They're still learning the setup. It's, it's only, what, six races old, that, that Honda. So they're learning about it all the time and he said after qualifying he just didn't want it to rain and guess what happened for race two they all went on dry tyres but it was greasy the car was set up halfway house between wet dry it was a learn for him um but that's you know he's got the experience of a champion and to bounce back from that and then come and win a double distance race under extreme pressure shows that he, you know, he hasn't lost any of his
0: skills. No, he certainly hasn't as well. We'll talk about uh, the others that were on the podium in Jack and uh, Tom Ingram in, in just a second, but the race itself it was a, a great way to mark the 60th anniversary of the British Touring Car Championship, wasn't
1: it? Absolutely, I mean, it's very hard to know what you can do to to give something to the fans that's a little bit different because most things have been done we've done pit stop races 2 driver races night races everything but this is just something fresh for this year and you know it's interesting how the drivers had a different tactical approach to it do you go slow at the beginning fast at the end it calls so many different ways of thinking and strategies and plans that it, you know, it really intrigued everybody.
0: Yeah, and the weather played its part as well, it did. which it does in yeah. this racing, doesn't it? It certainly did. That got bit to, of rain. Yeah, it uh, it always really, really helps. Yeah, looking at the drivers again, like I say, Tom Ingram was uh, on the podium as well for that third race, and uh, despite his first race this weekend. He you know he pulled himself very much back together, didn't he? With an incredible race in race two, and obviously that podium in race three, and he leaves the you know the meeting top of the championship.
1: Yeah, Tom's. Um, he, he had an uh, alternator failure in race one yeah. when he, and you know, he was running in a decent fifth, you know those would have been great points for him yeah. to have had but he knew right from the start that the alternator had gone and uh, it's a shame it happened to him last year and last year one problem kind of bred another but this year he bounces back straight away as he proved in race two, he came from 27th on the grid up to 12th um, in one lap yeah, yeah. Uh, and then to third yeah. in the final reckoning. So. You know, they've, they've done a lot of work on that car over the closed season. They think they've found something in the setup which they haven't had before. So for him, you know, fantastic result and he's really pleased. Can
0: he keep himself there? I mean, again, the, the work that Tom does behind the wheel and the work that Speedworks do with that car, what they seem to keep getting out of it, it it's, it's admirable, isn't it? It's, incredible it's admirable they're, you know,
1: they're a small privateer, one-man yeah. one man crew. But you know, the only
0: problem Tom's got is for all the success he
1: has he has to go to the next meeting with full ballast. Yeah. You know, that he gets more and more weight put on the car. So for him, you know, it's it's a double edged sword. Of course you want the points, you want to be top of the table, but he's gotta to go to Rockingham now with seventy five kilos it's hard work um, but you know this, no one gives you this championship you've got to go out and earn it okay. and if Tom's going to win it that's what he's got to do
0: Colin Turkington still there not a fantastic weekend for him but he won't go away will he despite the damage that we saw in his car in race 3 absolute
1: shocker for Colin full weight coming here we are just talking about Tom with full weight he had full weight in race 1 couldn't really do anything innocent victim of a shunt in race yeah. 2 But I think we saw in race three when double points were on on the table, Colin just didn't give up, did he? He desperately wanted to make as much progress as he could. And he did, didn't he? Yeah, there's very little of his BMW's front bumper left. It shows you how how much he got stuck in. Um, And he managed to claw back some points. And, you know, he's only four (laughs) points off Tom, I think. Is it four points? Yeah. No,
0: six points off Tom. So you know it's all to play for now jack goff will be delighted with his weekend won't he as well he's incredible qualifying on saturday and the way that he performed in obviously races one and three uh this weekend he's really back in the championship hunt isn't he
1: certainly is and he you know he had a lot of pace over the latter half of last year and he was just missing the first part of the year now he's stringing together a whole campaign um it's really coming to him he's working brilliantly with his engineer. Um, and you know it's the consistency that he's bolted onto to the speed that he had before and now look at him he's, he's right in the mix of the title hunt he was untouchable in terms of lap pace that he was able to do in qualifying and how peerless he was in race one but for a minor slip in race three he could have had two, two victories today which would, have, you know, which would have been amazing for him He's he's one you've got to watch out for. He's got
0: real confidence, I think, now, hasn't he? As well, Josh Cook also there as well. Sometimes he goes under the radar, but Josh, he's still pecking away and he's performing well. It would seem constantly and consistently over weekends, isn't
1: he? We were discussing in the media room who's the most improved driver this year, and I I didn't say it was Josh because I always thought he was good, but he's never really shown it on a consistent basis, and he has here. Um, the, the Power Max car did really, really well. He was so so close to winning race two. He was really catching up with Ash Sutton. Just fell a lap short, I suppose, and he, he would have been there. But um, for him, he's, he always says, you know, it doesn't matter, I'm thinking about the long game. I'm thinking about the long game. It's not about do or die glory booze. It's about keeping the points and it's, it's, it's interesting to see a lot of the top guys are, are thinking points this year, whereas necessarily in the past they haven't done It's all about the race wins. Yeah. This year they're all thinking about we've got to keep the tally ticking over, and Josh is, that, that's kept Josh right in the heart of it.
0: A couple of other drivers, and sorry to, if we don't mention all of them because it's impossible to do, but I wanted to pick out uh, Andrew Jordan. Andrew Jordan is still there he was your tip to take this championship at the start of the year looked like he might fall fought a little bit but he still keeps picking up points and I would have thought that he's happy enough as he leaves the championship this weekend or do you think he'd like to be a little bit further up the the table no driver's happy if they're not winning races no but, well, and it's, you know, the he's conditions... got to have that race win yet hasn't he as well
1: yeah that's true but the conditions we've had this weekend it's been mixed Drizzly, yeah. and the BMWs don't like it. They like it either full wet or full dry. When it's mixed and it's tippy toey, it's really hard for them uh, to get a proper balance on the car because rear-wheel drive car, you know, you get snap oversteer when it's get caught out on the greasy track. So it's been tricky for them. We saw Colin struggle, or Andrew struggled as well, but made the best of what he had and that's what's kept him in the title hunt
0: so I'm not writing him out out of the picture yeah Yeah, no last person wanted to speak about was Bobby Thompson picked up his first BTCC points this weekend it was great because I went down and had a chat with him at the beginning of the weekend said he's got a new engineer on board and what a difference that uh, has made like I say a couple of points in race two got double points in the, the diamond double and I think he's gone away from absolutely delighted but what I'm saying is Matt what a difference a bit of a change in engineers can make and the confidence in the driver as well Oh, Bobby's never lacked confidence. He's always telling me, going oh, you, know, you <laughs> wait for me next time, I'm going to be there. It's I great think, to see, isn't Yeah, it? no,
1: he's a, he's a wonderful lad, and I, I think the, the change in the background, like you say, have helped him. Um, he, he's full of confidence, and, and I think he needed a kind of weekend like this just to bring the best out of him now going forwards because, you know, it's all very well saying, knowing you can do it, but actually doing it, and I think it was a three-wide finish going across the line in race three. He managed to pip someone on the line. He's, he's, got, every, he's got the momentum going for him now. A great lad, great result.
0: And uh, I think that's the first of many, many points we're going to see from Bob. I say great racing. I do love the way that race one finished as well. Can we just have a reaction <coughs> to that? Because I think that that was a real showcase for the championship. That was a fantastic race between uh, Ashutton and, uh, and Jack Goff. And incredible that it went down to the wire.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm delighted that Jack won it, but I'm also slightly sad that Ash's move around the outside of Corum went unrewarded <laughs> because when he actually got ahead of Jack at yeah. the, the penultimate turn, I've never seen anybody do that. No. Particularly with the But the he does it around the outside, doesn't he? Would just an, amazing, an amazing move. I was, yeah. I was I was I applauded it. by the time he got to the end of it I was I was standing up and applauding really really good and, and a sensational finish and yeah. you know this championship is 60 years old but it doesn't show any signs of age when it still
0: delivers yeah. racing like we've seen today. If anyone can catch up on ITV uh, ITV4 oh, player then please yeah. watch that. That's one of the moves the, of the decade yeah, and it really was a, a great great race and an open championship as we move on to Rockingham it is very close isn't it, well, I think it is about what 30 odd points between the top 8, top 5
1: it's, uh, yeah it is very close I think yeah 30 points between, so the, top. between the top.
0: 39 between top Top, top eight, I think it is, isn't it? Good matches. you good at match, so yeah, aren't you? we go. 39 time. points, and that's so, nothing really in this championship. So, like who I'm do saying. you think is going to win it then, Well. Mark? I don't know. I think it's really, really tough. I think Colin, again, is going to go very, very close. I would like to see Tom take it because I think him and, you know, as an independent and the team, the work that they do. But I don't know. I'm not going to make that <laughs> prediction because I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to be in anyone's bad books at, at all. But like I say, it is so unpredictable. And again, it, you know, there's so much to look forward to for the rest of the season, isn't there? Join us at Rockingham. That's all yeah, i say. Join us at Rockingham. Matt, you're a top man. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.